UNFTR. Topical cream, a pod listener's dream. Unfucking the news and current events. Topical cream, yeah, you know what I mean. A quarter of an hour gets you our two cents. Topical cream. In the era of ubiquitous digital surveillance, TikTok stealing your children's information and reselling it to data brokers, Bing telling you to break up with your spouse because it wants to be human and it loves you. The nation is fascinated by spy balloons. Let's dissect the true nature of the modern surveillance state. And at the end, I'm going to leave you with a chilling personal anecdote to put some things in perspective. So let's recap what happened. The U.S. warned that a balloon, maybe one with surveillance capabilities, had been flying over the continental United States. That set off wild speculation about the apparent threat, the balloon's capabilities, and whether China was spying on our underground nuclear silos in Montana, as if no one knows where we keep our missiles. Naturally, fear-mongering from lawmakers ensued, including from China hawks in both parties, punctuated by those demanding swifter action on America's floating nemesis. And finally, we got dramatic footage of a U.S. military fighter jet shooting down our Skystalker, sparking condemnation from China, which said the balloon had inadvertently drifted over U.S. airspace, a claim that may actually be true if you consider the weather and jet stream activity in the U.S. at the time. Not to mention, anonymous U.S. officials have since given credence to the wind theory, so it's not just a convenient talking point coming from the Chinese government. Nevertheless, the spy narrative has already taken root, so it's unlikely that most of you have even heard this alternative theory. This obsession with Chinese balloons and UFOs obscures something way more sinister, U.S. surveillance. Incredibly, it's been a decade since NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden's blockbuster revelations about widespread surveillance of Americans. While Snowden's leaks were obfuscated by the mindless and nauseating debate over whether he's a hero or a traitor, his revelations, if you recall, were extraordinary, showing how the U.S. government was not only hoarding our metadata, but accessing our private communications. A decade later, America remains the overbloated surveillance state that it was when Snowden left the United States. As a reminder to the balloon fanatics out there, the United States maintains more than 750 military bases across 80 nations. And when you consider its hegemony complex, the part where we overthrow democratically elected regimes, authorize drone strikes in nations we're not at war with, and help coordinate assassinations abroad, America's influence becomes even more far-reaching. So let's put the Chinese balloon episode in some proper context. In an apparent attempt to justify the destruction of the Chinese balloon, the administration has since said that similar Chinese devices have illegally entered the airspace of other nations. But to make such a point is to reframe the debate over mass surveillance. As with most things in our contemporary politics, all paths lead back to decisions that were made after 9-11. According to the Snowden disclosures, U.S. intelligence spending has grown by leaps and bounds. By the time he leaked the NSA documents, intelligence spending had doubled since 2001. Now, obviously, we're now all aware of PRISM and other NSA programs that he disclosed. That those weren't the only major bombshells speaks to the enormity of America's surveillance capabilities. According to Snowden, the U.S., ironically, had been hacking into computers in Hong Kong and China for years. The U.S. spied on its allies, specifically European officials working in D.C., and separately, the European Union mission in New York and the embassy in Washington. 
And of course, we later learned that the NSA successfully tapped the phone of former German Chancellor Angela Merkel, one of America's staunchest allies. Because of the disproportionate attention paid to FISA in Section 215 of the Patriot Act over the years, there's a good chance that most of you have never heard of Executive Order 12333, or 12333 in intelligence jargon. Introduced by Ronald Reagan, the executive order is so overly broad that civil liberties advocates for decades have called for it to be reformed or gutted entirely. Essentially, 12333 gives America's intelligence agencies, like the NSA and CIA, for example, carte blanche to spy on people across the globe and justifies the quote-unquote incidental collection of American data. Since that order was signed by the president, it falls on the executive branch to police itself. And good luck with that. Here's how the Brennan Center described the Reagan order, which was updated by George W. Bush in 2008. Quote, that means it is subject to no statutory constraints whatsoever, and there is no judicial review or oversight, end quote. The Brennan Center then poses this question. What stops the CIA from pouring through the data looking for Americans' information? Let's be honest, nothing. The CIA's bulk collection program is so secretive that members of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence have also been left in the dark. That extraordinary revelation came when the contents of an April 2021 letter from Senators Ron Wyden and Martin Heinrich addressed to the CIA's Director of National Intelligence was declassified. In it, the lawmakers expressed concern that the CIA had been secretly conducting its own bulk collection program, something the senators weren't aware of until the Office of Privacy and Civil Liberties issued a review about 12333. But 12333 is just one program. We haven't even scratched the surface of the government's full capabilities. In March 2017, the organization released a truly astonishing trove of documents from inside the CIA's Center for Cyber Intelligence about the agency's hacking tools. Again, the media picked up on the story, but it didn't have staying power. Maybe it was too complex, or maybe they just fell in line with the security state's assessment that the revelations were a threat to the country. Here, in part, is what the documents revealed, according to WikiLeaks. Quote, by the end of 2016, the CIA's hacking division, which formerly falls under the agency's Center for Cyber Intelligence, had over 5,000 registered users and had produced more than 1,000 hacking systems, trojans, viruses, and other weaponized malware. Such is the scale of the CIA's undertaking that by 2016, its hackers had utilized more code than that used to run Facebook. The CIA had created, in effect, its own NSA, with even less accountability and without publicly answering the question as to whether such a massive budgetary spend on duplicating the capabilities of a rival agency could be justified." End quote. Among the tools it developed was something called Weeping Angel that allowed the CIA to turn smart TVs into microphones, even when they appeared off. Besides the CIA's capabilities, local and state law enforcement in the U.S. deploy so much technology that were effectively surveilled on a constant basis, thanks to facial recognition technology, license plate readers, Stingray listening devices, and so much more. So yeah, we're under constant surveillance. Yet a lot of this really isn't discussed in the U.S. media. Unless you closely follow reporting from national security reporters, those that don't function as stenographers for the security state, you're likely unaware of how our civil liberties are being eroded. And that is exactly what the government is counting on.
The Chinese balloon episode, even if it is a spying device, pales in comparison to what the U.S. government has done and is capable of doing to people around the world and its own citizens on a daily basis. Now, here's the anecdote that I wanted to share to kind of bring this home. Because I know that there are those out there who believe in the idea that national security is just there to protect us. In fact, most people don't have a problem with the U.S. spying on its own citizens because, you know, hey, I've got nothing to hide, right? That's what a journalist friend of mine years ago thought as well. Her name is Alexa O'Brien. Alexa is a brilliant and fearless writer who was reporting on the sham trial of Chelsea Manning. She had previously been an organizer for a protest organization created to protest U.S. government overreach. But thanks to some friends in the government, it was revealed to her that her name popped up in the wiki dump. And what she found was terrifying. Government contractors were casually discussing linking her and her organization to Al-Qaeda as sympathizers, which would classify her as a domestic terrorist under the new Bush-era laws that Obama doubled down on. In short, they were planning to possibly frame her as an enemy of the state. See, at that point, she could have been easily disappeared and sent to one of the U.S. CMUs, which stands for Communication Management Units, and I'm betting a lot of you haven't heard of those either. Well, here's the deal. Those are holding facilities that the government can send people to whom they consider threats. Well, they're also denied legal counsel, so no habeas corpus. And they're not required to disclose your location, even to your family members. Hence the term disappeared. The executive branch under George W. Bush, and again under Obama, through Trump, and now under Biden, has granted itself extraordinary powers to usurp the legal and constitutional rights of U.S. citizens. It has only itself to answer to. And all of this has been codified into U.S. code through multiple authorizations of the National Defense Authorization Act every year since 9-11. The fear among civil liberties advocates was that these secret maneuvers would be weaponized. And of course, if they have been, how would we know? But we know this much. Barack Obama prosecuted whistleblowers under the Espionage Act more than every other president combined. Donald Trump spoke brazenly about assassinating people and routinely referred to members of the press as enemies of the state. The U.S. government has all your information, and it can do with it what it pleases, so you are to remain wholly compliant. Look away. There's nothing to see here. But please, tell me more about those pesky spy balloons. Here endeth the lesson. <laughs>